Um, so I have something very, very important to say before we get into our discussions on this podcast this week. And that thing is that Vince Staples is the funniest person on Twitter. He may just be the funniest person alive. I'm not sure. I haven't met everybody yet, but I can guarantee you that he is the funniest person on Twitter. I do not regret following him at all. And if you have a Twitter, I highly suggest that you too give him a follow because he will make you laugh. Now that I've gotten that out of the way, welcome back to a brand new episode of The Carefree and Black Diaries. Here, we discuss various topics like pop culture, news, politics, and more. And I am the host of this podcast, and my name is Shakira. If you're new here, welcome. I don't know how you found us, how you found this little community, but welcome. And we highly suggest that you go ahead and subscribe so you'll be notified every single time we have a new episode, which is every Tuesday of every week. Now, if my voice is not new to you, if you're a long time listener, or even if you just started listening last week, welcome back. You are already a part of our Carefree family. So welcome back, sis. Welcome back, bro. Thank you for tuning in for another week. So y'all know how this goes. We're going to have a quick little break right here, and then we're going to come back for our Carefree updates. All right, so today is Sunday, currently with me recording right now. It is Sunday, April 7th. It's seven days to my birthday. My birthday is April 14th. I don't know why I just felt like I had to tell you that, but you know, my birthday is April 14th. Now, I said that because Netflix teased this morning at nine o'clock in the morning that they reportedly have a um, a special basically featuring Beyonce and her Coachella performances, or should I just say Beachella because she just took it over last year. So they are supposed to release those things. I don't know if it's going to be just like one long documentary style video. I don't know if it's going to be a series of videos. We don't know. But we do know that it's going to be available to stream on April 17th. So if you're a huge Beyonce fan, if you're um, a part of the Beehive, or if you're just curious, that's some news for you to take in and also take note of. Have something to watch on Netflix. By the way, I got an email from Netflix this morning saying, um, yeah, your your price is going up. to I think I'm going up to like $12.99 now. And I was literally in my bed this morning like, I need to find somebody to split this cost with. Like, we could just go half and half. You know, we could pay $6. You pay $6. And we could just team up on this thing because Netflix just keeps like just upping the prices on us. Every time I turn around, they're like, oh, yeah, your bill's going up again. Which I kind of appreciate because they are... um one of the leading, I would say, leading streaming services that is truly dedicated to developing original content, um, so their own movies, their own shows, and you just got to respect it, especially as someone like me, like, I just love film and production, so I got to respect it, and I, I'm going to pay the $12.99, y'all. I'm not that cheap. I'm going to pay it, but I, I, I need to cut back somewhere because, I mean, I have Netflix, I have Hulu, I have um the amazon prime channels i have what else i have uh showtime but showtime if you are a student through hulu you do get showtime for free so if you didn't know that now you know the more you know and while we're talking about shows and tv and everything like that the shy comes back today so april 7th the shy premieres tonight i've already seen the first episode because again i have showtime through hulu so they put the episode out like in advance so i watched it like two days ago and i'm not gonna give y'all any spoilers just know that it is good and you should be prepared and you should also have your phone down and just be paying attention instead of 
you know, just doing everything else on the phone that we do while we watch TV. Now, that's that on that. Now, let's move to something a little bit more serious. No, a lot of bit more serious. In Louisiana, there have been three African-American churches that have been set on fire in the past few days, um, within days of each other almost. So, these three churches, all three, are well over 100 years old. Now, when I saw this story and I was reading about it, they definitely think that arson is involved. So, they think that someone is responsible for setting these churches on fire. Thank God that all of them were vacant when the fires were set and that no one was hurt or harmed. Now, growing up where I grew up, around the people that I grew up with, um, I heard this one particular quote my entire life and I find it especially relevant to this topic right now because the quote says, learn from your history or some people say know your history or you're doomed to repeat it or you're bound to repeat it. Basically saying, if we don't know what has happened in the past, it's going to repeat itself because we haven't taken any lessons from those things that have occurred. Have occurred. Now, this just sounds very familiar, this story, because some of you, I'm sure a lot of you know the story of the four black schoolgirls that were killed in Birmingham, Alabama. Now, this occurred in September of 1963 yes it was a church bombing and it was during sunday morning services and the four little girls were killed during this church bombing now this was one of the most violent attacks supposedly allegedly i have to say that conducted by the ku klux klan i know we don't have people riding around the streets in white hoods and white robes anymore I know that um, racists look a whole lot different today. And sometimes they're right next to you. Sometimes they're your boss and you don't know it. So this story just reminds me of the past. And it's a little scary. It's No, it's really scary because that's something that has happened in our past. That is something that is etched in our history books. And I don't want it to repeat itself. I'm glad that these churches were empty when these fires were set. But I pray to God and I really hope that um, all of you are more aware, if you live in the U.S., even abroad, all of you are extremely aware of your surroundings, aware of things that are happening around you and with the people around you, and just keeping a close eye out. I don't want us to have like a spirit of fear. I don't want us to live in a spirit of fear, but I just want us to be more cautious and more aware of what's going on around us. So I wanted to share that story with you just in case it got any deeper. And just in case this is your first time hearing it, you know, you know it. Like I said, the more you know. Now moving on to more lighter matters. Old Town Road. Have y'all heard Old Town Road yet or not? And if you have not heard it, sis, bro, what are you waiting on? You got to go listen to it. Not right now. I'm going to play you a little snippet. Don't worry. But Old Town Road was a song by an artist named Lil Nas X. Now, I had no idea, no clue who this guy was. Had never seen him a day in my life. But I saw like some a few tweets like sprinkled throughout my timeline and they were like um some TikTok kind of videos. I'm not a user of TikTok. I feel like that's, you know, for some people that are younger than me. But I saw it and I was like, oh, this is just like one of those kids that just like made a song and he's going to disappear. Right now, little did I know, maybe a few days later, maybe three days later, I see a headline on a Huffington Post and it was saying that. 
the song, the name of it, Old Town Road. Now, this is when he was just by himself, the only artist on the track. So it had hit the Billboard country charts and Billboard took the song off the charts because they said that it was not country enough. Hmm. So after I saw that, I was like, let me go listen to this song. So I go and listen. And like many people have said, the song reminds you a lot of not necessarily in how it sounds, but just the um, the vibe of it, I guess. It has like a little, a little hip hop kind of feel to it along with country elements. And it reminds you of Tim McGraw and Nelly back in the day. Y'all remember that song? Um... I think about you over and over again. Yeah, that song. Um, and I really like that song. I also really like country music. I'm lying. I'm lying. I like Carrie Underwood. So she's like the only country artist I know besides Dolly Parton. But yeah. So to defend Lil Nas X, um, the new person, which I like to say that's invited, the person that's invited to the cookout. I hate that saying, y'all. Oh gosh, I hate that saying uh, about being invited to the cookout. I'm so tired of it. But anyway, uh, Billy Ray Cyrus, he hopped on the remix of Old Town Road. And the song is lit. Like, you have to go listen to it. I thought I was going to be able to play you all a sample or a snippet of it. But I can't because this episode is monetized. And I cannot be monetized and play music at the same time. So, when you get a chance, go and check that out. If you haven't already heard it. Let me just say that the song makes me feel like I need to go and buy a pair of cowboy boots. And I've never owned a pair of cowboy boots in my life. But I might go and buy me a pair. Who knows? Now, with those carefree updates out of the way, we're going to pay another bill, okay? And we'll be right back with our topic of the week. Alrighty. So, I wanted to talk about this topic last week here on the podcast. But we didn't because last week... It just, it needed to be dealt with delicately. Um, yeah, and it just wasn't the time or the message that I felt like we needed or you all needed. So here we are right now. The topic of this week is, if it ain't about the money. And I'm doing that off of T.I.'s old song, If It Ain't About The Money, Don't Be Blowing Me Up, that song. So what triggered me to talk about this here is a question that one of my classmates asked me about two weeks ago from today but we had just gotten out of class and in that class we were talking about like advertising that was the subject that we were covering that day and this is completely irrelevant by the way but the question was posed in class like can you have integrity in your content and things that you create and still want to advertise or something like that and I told the class like I shared my experience with YouTube advertising and how when you monetize videos on YouTube. So when I upload and click that little box that says, yeah, you can monetize this video. I have no control over what ads are placed in those ad spots. So anyway, three of us from that class, we were walking to the parking lot and my classmate, she asked like, so what do you do on YouTube? And... (laughs) Funny story, y'all. So I have this one friend and she's a classmate. I met her while in grad school. And earlier this semester, we ended up on the elevator with another one of our classmates. She may be listening. Hi, Victoria. And wait, was it Victoria or was it Tabitha? I can't remember, but we were on the elevator and my friend, she was like, you're like Hannah Montana because whenever you're here, what we see here is not what you really are or like what you really do because... In school, like, 
I don't tell people I have a podcast. I don't tell people about YouTube. I don't tell people anything. Like, I'm just there to learn what I need to learn and then go home. But anyway, to some people, um, when I said that in class that, you know, my YouTube, it kind of caught them off guard. So she was asking me, like, you know, what are you doing on YouTube? And I told her, you know, like a little bit of everything. You know, I vlog. I do some hair videos, some makeup videos, you know. And then she asked, so where do you want it to go? Like, what's your goal? And is YouTube your passion? And I thought about it for a second. And I said, no, it is not my passion. It's more so a hobby. And those are my direct words to her. And it was in that moment, in that response that I realized the importance in differentiating hobby from passion. So I'm about to bring you on my page in just a second. So stay with me here. Now, in this age, this day, what we're living right now, we're all so digital. Everything is digital. Um, We can make money from dang near anything. And I do mean anything. Now, if you couple that along with the fact that we have developed an extremely toxic, what I have coined, hustle culture. So to me, hustle culture has just, Adding that along with being able to monetize everything, I feel like as a society, as a people that we have created a monster. So hustle culture, what I have um, kind of defined it to be for myself, what it means to me is us having this mentality, this mindset where it's like, we got to get it by any means. We got to chase the bag. Um, And what's the other quote? We got to make the money and not let the money make us. And if you don't know where that quote comes from, just know I'm side-eyeing you real real hard right now. Like, you should know where that quote comes from. But we've adapted this way of thinking that tells us um, the money and the possessions are the ultimate goal and the thing that we must pursue in life. Now, let me keep you on the same page with me. I am definitely not, you know, some holier-than-thou person. Do I appreciate money and what it does? Yes, I do. Don't get me wrong. And I do want to create generational wealth for my family and for my community. But I also know that the constant pursuit of that, the constant just chase of that and that being the core and the center and the root of doing so many things in life 24 7, 365 days a year is not healthy for anyone. And I know that I and you can also, you can pursue and want those things and also be on a constant pursuit of joy and laughter and things that money just cannot buy you. But hustle culture tells us, make this money now, monetize everything now, and then you'll be happy and then you can kick back with your feet up and then everything will be all right. And I'm saying to you today... That I, Shakira White, disagree with that. So let me bring you back around to the YouTube conversation. So when she asked me, you know, is that your passion? Where do you see that going? What's your goal with it? And I really had to think to myself and finally answer the question that has been burning in my head for the longest that I myself have refused to answer and really sit down and be honest with. Um, when I created my YouTube channel, um, I can't even remember my first video. I think it was like a, a 
a college kind of interviewing people kind of series that I just had the idea about. And yeah, that was the first thing I uploaded to my channel. So in creating that, I felt accomplished. I felt fulfilled in that kind of content because that's what I really created my channel for. But what really messed me up and where I kind of got clouded in my judgment was when I got that first little YouTube check, those little dollar signs. And I do mean little dollar signs because um, the true tea is there is no money in YouTube advertising really unless you are getting like millions of views. And even then, sometimes it's only a couple thousand dollars. Um, the real money in YouTube is from sponsorships. So if you're thinking like, oh, I want to create a YouTube channel to make some money, since bro you only gonna get it if you're getting some sponsorships from brands not necessarily from advertisers advertisers and commercials on your videos but anyway um i was creating content that i wanted and then once i got that first check i was like oh okay oh this is what this is what can happen okay um and granted y'all it was not even a thousand dollars all right so but just that little bit amount, like just that little amount of money made me um, really just change what I wanted to do with my channel in the beginning. So me wanting to create just content that I liked, me wanting to talk about subjects that I liked with people. I was like, oh, let me make some some makeup videos. Let me make some hair videos. Let me make this kind of videos. Oh, what else is popular? Let's what let's see what's trending like. I can make money from this. To be honest, that's what I was thinking. And not to say that I didn't enjoy making hair videos or fashion videos or vlogs or anything like that because I do. But I will say that my motivations, that's the word, my motivations in the beginning for creating those videos was not because I wanted to. It was because I wanted to drive traffic to my channel so that I could be paid more. And I lost, in doing that, I lost um, my sense of, I'll say love for video creation. And also in that, I started comparing what I was doing to what other people on the platform was doing, um, which is something that we all do. It's just, it's natural, it's human nature. We shouldn't do it, but I was like, oh, what is she doing? We make the same videos. How does she have more subscribers than me? How does she have more views than me? Uh, Grant, now, y'all, this is like two or three years ago, okay? I've, I've grown. <laughs> I have grown. But, yeah, that's what I was thinking. And then I was wondering, like, why don't I like this anymore? Like, why don't I like recording? Why do I dread picking up the camera? Why do I dread setting up lights? Why do I just hate the thought of even um editing a video when this is what I love to do and that's because I no longer looked at YouTube and video creation as a hobby and a means for me to just exercise my creativity and my thoughts and get things that I wanted to create create out into the world I was thinking about money I was thinking about monetizing everything and that's the problem with hustle culture we have grown so accustomed to this. It, I mean, it's normal. It's how we function now. And we try to find a way to monetize everything we do. I mean, when's the last time you met somebody who just who just did something because they love doing it? I'll wait. I'll wait. 
chances are, I mean, some of you may be able to think of some people, but chances are most of you may have a hard time trying to think of someone who just does something because they just like doing it and really not having money as a motivating factor of them doing that action or that activity or anything like that. So when we do this, when we have this mentality, when we adapt this hustle culture that is all around us, when we do that, there's a strong chance that you can lose the joy that you once got from that activity or that hobby. It's bound to happen. That's what happened to me with YouTube. So it's either you start doing something that you really just like as a hobby and then some kind of way you found a way to monetize it or someone got in your ear and said, you sh- you can make money from this. And then your entire mindset and your entire way of thinking around that thing that you once loved changes because now you have a monetary relationship with it and you're no longer thinking about it as I'm doing this because I like doing this. I'm doing this because I love doing this, not because I'm doing this because I can make a dollar off of this or if I sell 10 of these. Um, I really like making these shirts, but if I sell 10, I can make like $200. So that really hinders the relationship that we um, have with our hobbies and things that we just like doing. So I read somewhere, I don't know if it's true, but I read it a few places that Beyonce really enjoys painting. And according to her dad, Matthew knows, he says that she's she may just be a better painter than she is a singer. Now, if Beyonce can paint better than she sings, can you imagine? Can you imagine? I can't. Now, you don't see Beyonce out here selling her paintings um, or trying to put them up in a mausoleum or trying to... Is Wait, is a mausoleum an art gallery or am I thinking about like a tomb? Hmm, hold on, let me look into that. Ooh, child, I just Googled mausoleum. Mausoleum is definitely tombs. Okay, sorry, not a mausoleum. I meant like an art gallery. I was trying to think of like the, the word for it overseas. Yeah, you don't see Beyonce putting her paintings in art galleries because that's just something, you know, allegedly that she likes to do. She has a love for doing and she's not concerned with monetary gain or profits from her paintings she will profit from um her singing and her performing and her brand deals and everything like that just her brand as a person but she is not trying to monetize everything and granted i do know that beyonce is beyonce but this is true for not only beyonce but for a lot of people there are people that do things just because they like them and then they have other things that they do to make money now the purpose of this episode for me to tell you is that you do not have to monetize everything and i don't want you to have something that you really love doing and then you find a way to make money from it and then you start hating when you have to do that thing because now you no longer see it as something that you once loved now you see it as something that you make money from and money just has a way of doing that money has a way of really changing our perspective not only in relationships with people but in relationship to things that we really love so Another example, this podcast, let's just keep it G, let's keep it real. When I started this podcast, it was not for a monetary gain. I started this podcast because I felt like I had something that I wanted to share. I felt like I would be able to reach you all and we could just have discussions. And ultimately, you know, the main goal is to let you all know, maybe not in every episode, but most of the time that 
when you're going through things, you are not alone. Like, you're not the only person that is struggling through certain things. You're not the only person that is dealing with loss. You're not the only person that is struggling with, like, the meaning of life and passions and purpose. And when I first started this podcast, I struggled. If you've been here from the beginning, you know that I was extremely inconsistent because I didn't know the... um the importance of having a schedule. I didn't know like how often I should post. I didn't know what I should talk about. You know, any of that because this whole landscape was new to me. It was something that I had never explored before. But I really just grew a love for it, you know, as a hobby and just as a way of reaching you all and talking to people. And also a way for me to get things off of my chest and, you know, just share my experiences. But anyway, When I started this podcast, I was not getting paid for this. And being that I wasn't getting paid, I didn't even know. Um, I I listened to like a few podcasts. I listened to um, Amanda Seals podcast. I listened to Oprah's. And I listened to um, someone else. I cannot remember. Hmm, I can't remember. I need to go and look. But, you know, I listened to like three podcasts. And they were all from established people. But... I didn't know, like, there was a way to monetize this. So I never had the idea that, let me start a podcast so I can make money. I had it as, let me start a podcast so I can reach people. And I feel like if you have a hobby or anything that you just do because you love doing it, it should be benefiting you in some sort of way or benefiting someone else in some sort of way. Um, Yeah. So as, you know, the podcast went on, then opportunities to monetize, opportunities to make money, you know, came, but that was never the focal point. That was never my means of creating this podcast. And I'm sharing that with you all because I see a lot of people and I hear a lot of people saying, well, I want to create this, and it's not always necessarily a podcast. It it can be anything. It could be a business. It can be um, a website. I don't know. Anything. But a lot of people come and talk to me like, you know, I have this idea. I want to do this thing, right? And I listen, you know, but ultimately my question is always why? Like, why do you want to do this? Is this something that you just really love doing? Like, is this something you always dreamed about doing? Are you trying to help people? Like, what's the the foundation of this thing what are you building on top of this because if it's not a strong foundation it's bound to fall and by bound to fall I mean um it's not gonna last long because when you go into things with wrong intentions if your intentions are not aligned um with just your inner self with the higher up it's it's not gonna last like and you're gonna end up hating that thing whatever it is that's why you see people who have uh, clothing lines or you see people who have businesses you see people who have podcasts you see people who have youtube channels me included for a little while um you see people like that who may have liked doing it in the beginning so they started doing it as a hobby and then they found like oh i can make money from this and then that ended up being the main motivation and then they started hating that thing and then they disappear maybe for forever and sometimes maybe for just a little while until they're able to just kind of retreat within themselves and recenter, which is what I did with YouTube. But anyway, it's not about me. It's about you and your hobby versus your passions. So 
you have that kind of people and then you have people that go into things because they want to make money from them. And if you go into things because you just want to make money from it, if you're not doing it because you just really like doing it, you love doing it, or if you're not doing it because you want to help people, it's not going to last and you're going to end up hating and really just having a high level of resentment towards whatever it is. And y'all know, I tell y'all this all the time. I'm only telling you this. I'm not trying to preach at you. I'm not trying to just talk at you. I'm not just trying to discourage you from doing anything that you want to do. But I am trying to encourage you to really look inward and find out what your motivations are for certain things and be honest with yourself. Because I had to be honest with myself in that conversation with my classmate and say, you know what? YouTube is a hobby, not a passion. And that is why... I was struggling with um, consistency on it. That's why I was struggling with wanting to create videos and wanting to do things on there because I was looking at it as money, money, money. And it wasn't about that. And it never should have been about that. But that's my bad. But like I said in past episodes, and I'm telling you again in this episode, y'all gonna get tired of me saying it, but... If I've been there and I've come back on the other side, I'm sharing it with you so that you don't have to visit the same places that I've been, go through the same valleys that I've been through. I want you to stay on the mountaintop and I want you to take, you know, everything that I give you here and really just implement it into your everyday life. And even if it doesn't apply to you, I want you to share it with a friend or family member, your cousin, your auntie, them, your lunch lady, whoever. Like, if you know someone who this applies to, share it with them. Because I really want you all to just really stay in tune with yourself and not do things for the wrong motivations. Do not do things for the wrong reasons. And do not do things simply because you want to make money from them. Period. But again, I'm not bashing money. I'm not bashing being able to monetize things that you love doing. But do not let money and monetization be your primary focus and your primary reason for doing anything. Like, look, you have to look at money, your relationship with money. And maybe we'll do another topic on this. If you all want this in a separate podcast episode, let me know. But if money, I'm trying to think of how I can say this. If you have a hobby or a passion or just something that you want to explore, experiment with, if you do that thing and really develop and hone your skills in it and that's something that you genuinely love doing and also because an important factor in all of this is if that's what you're meant to be doing, if that's what you're supposed to be doing in this life that you live, in this life that you've been given, um, money will come. Like money is one of those things that will just follow you if you're good at something and it will follow you if you're supposed to be doing something so money should never be your primary focus in doing anything we love money we love to get paid we love to chase a check you know we love to chase a bag but that's not what life is all about like life is about living life is about loving life is about exploring and life is about hobbies like and just doing stuff because you love doing it and not just because of money and that's something that I also have to keep myself in check with instead of you know trying to monetize everything just really saying Shakira 
if you're good at it and if it's supposed to be like you'll get paid like the money will come but don't let money be your motivation don't let money be your primary and your determining factor in everything because you're always going to be unhappy especially when the bag and the check is not as big as you think it should be so that's all I have for you all today I hope that you all enjoyed this episode and hopefully a few of you um, were able to get something from this and implement it in your everyday don't forget that you can follow us on Instagram at Carefree and Black Diaries. And you can also follow us on Twitter at Carefree Black Pod. That is Carefree B L K P O D. Don't forget, my people, to stay black and carefree. And we'll see you next time in the next episode of the Carefree and Black Diaries. Bye, guys. <laughs>